Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. All the time, once again, I welcome all of you to today's service. Amen. Amen. Today, to be rest assured, as you've come, you go back blessed. Amen. Amen. You go back blessed. Amen. Amen. If you've not liked the channel, if you've not subscribed to it or follow it yet, please do so. Amen. Amen. Please do so. And also, also, if you've not liked the broadcast today's service, and if you've not shared, please like it and what? Share it. Amen. Give the Lord another clap offering. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Wow, we thank God. Amen. Amen. You know, Psalm 119 is my favorite scripture. Amen. It's my favorite. That's why I have it on my jacket. Amen. Amen. And anything that I'm able to put it on, I put it on. Amen. Amen. It's my favorite. Amen. But guess what? It is the longest. It is the longest chapter in the Bible. Amen. Amen. And the longest chapter in the Bible talks not about God, speaks not about Christ, but the longest chapter in the Bible talks about the Word of God itself. That's not a coincidence. Amen. Amen. That the longest chapter in the Bible talks about the Word, the Bible what itself. Amen. Amen. Because the Bible is what? Everything. Amen. Amen. And one of the great or one of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 119 verse 130. Psalm 119 verse 130 which says, the entrance of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. So it says whenever God words come, God word come, when the word come, note the word, the word of God when it come, the entrance of it, it means when you allow it to enter, it gives what? Light. Light means you begin to see clearly things as it is. As it is. Amen. As what it is. Some people will see a land and all they will see is a wasteland. There's no tree on it. And some, someone will see the same land and will say, wow, opportunity to have to have potatoes, to have pear, to have orange a year by this time. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And someone will say, wow, opportunity to be a property developer. Mm. The same land, you see. How come three different people saw three different things? Mm. It has got to do with their understanding. Mm. So he said the entrance of your words give what? Light. And it gives understanding to the simple. Simple is the first line. Of understanding which everyone will see isn't it for example for example when we see a beautiful girl everyone will see that oh this is a beautiful girl isn't it mm -hmm. or a beautiful dress everyone will see that oh this is a beautiful dress everybody will see that it's a simple 
but then there's much more that this is not just a beautiful girl but she's a wife material that she's an anointed you see deeper understanding or the dress you get a deeper understand not just a not that this is just a beautiful dress but this dress is also not decent you know this dress does not befit a queen you see deeper amen so he said it gives understanding to the meaning it makes you go further amen so this is the reason one one of the reason why everything is based on the word of god because the entrance of his words give us what light and understanding well, to the simple. No matter the entrance of the word, no matter what we pray about, no matter the prayers, you will still not get it. You will still struggle to do it if you don't want get it. Amen. So we thank God for his words. Amen. His words. Amen. That we always read. We always read, but we always find new things in it. Amen. The more we think we finish it, the more we realize there is more to him. Give the Lord God a thanksgiving for his words. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I say God bless you. In Jesus Christ. Amen. Today, I am preaching about an important subject. Some of you, you should see it already. The title of today's sermon is Holiness. Holiness. So today I'm preaching about holiness. Now the subject of holiness is very important. It's extreme important. Amen. And the church looked down on holiness. The church misunderstand holiness, or when I say the church Christians, and when I say the church, as I always say, I preach to Christians, I'm preaching to Christians, or at least people who are looking into it. Amen. It doesn't mean the church is worse than what the world. Amen. In fact, in this subject, God doesn't demand holiness from the world, they are unholy people. You see, note, note. Always remember this, 90% of the things in the Bible, they are for Christians, not for the world. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, the church and Christians have played and still playing with what? Holiness. And that is one of the reasons why we don't see a certain level of power and of glory in our midst, in our life as Christian. This is why now a Christian and an unbeliever looks the same. This is one of the main reasons why what happens to an unbeliever happens to a Christian because of the issue of what? Holiness. Because of lack of holiness. One thing or the main thing that separates a Christian from a non-Christian is holiness is holiness so without holiness you just become like one of them and if you become one of them you have the same story as them the same challenges as them the same difficult as what them you see the blood of jesus does not even separate a christian from a non-christian god why the bible said the blood was shed for what all for the forgiveness of sin like the name Jesus is not only for the Christian. Because anyone who shall call on the name Jesus Christ. 
You see, the goodness of Christ is not only for Christians because he came doing what? Good. So I'm trying to say one of the main things that separates you, that is meant to separate you, distinguish between you and the world is the issue of what? Holiness. So Hebrew put it like this. Hebrew says without holiness, no man. And when he says no man, it means no man can see God. You see, to see God is to experience him on this earth, to see him in your marriage, to see him in your children's life, to see him in your household, to see him in your finances. And also when you die, to see him. But Hebrews say, without holiness, no man. No man means no man. Even if you give one million every month to the church, if you are a bishop of bishops, the Bible say, without holiness, no man. So even this scripture in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14 should be alarming to us as Christians. It means for a Christian or when one becomes Christian, the first thing one must really understand and follow is to be what? Holy. Why? Because without it, you will not see God. You will not see the answered prayer of God. You will not see the blessing of God. You will not see the breakthrough of God, the manifestation of God, the healing of God. So the issue of holiness is key, is of paramount importance. And now when Christians know and they are conscious and intentionally defiling themselves in order not to be holy, they act, they think they are doing God, uh, uh, they, are, they, are, they think they are doing God, sorry, like they think, oh, uh, I will repent. No, but it costs you not to be holy. Amen. What did Hebrews 12 verse 14 say? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 12 verse 14. Mm-hmm. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Amen. So he said, make every effort. Amen. To be what? Live in peace with one another. But this is the key. And be what? Holy. Say, you must make sure you are what? Holy. And he gave the reason. Because he said, without you being holy, you will not see God. So he said, you are to be what? Holy. The Bible will never ask us to do or be something that is not possible. So he said, you are to be what? Holy. And he gave the reason because he said, without you being holy, you, you will not see God. It will not affect me. It will not affect the other person. If I am not holy, if I stop being holy, I will not see God. It will not affect my wife or my children. So he said, you are to be what? Holy. And when we read Revelation chapter 21, which we will not read it, or let's read it, 21 verse 27, it makes us understand that anyone who is unholy will not enter into what? Heaven. Because in Revelation 21 verse 27, it says, nothing impure will enter heaven. Impure, to be impure means you've lost your holiness. You are not what? Holy. To be far means you are not holy. You see, so when it comes to the main reason to eternity too, if you are not holy, you won't make it. Of course, you won't make it to see God. Let, let's read it. Revelation 25 verse 27. Please. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Revelation 21 27. 
nothing impure will ever enter it nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life so he was talking about heaven said nothing impure will ever what enter in other words nothing that is on what holy will enter into heaven so the subject of holiness is important it is one of the reasons why the church is not advancing as it's supposed to advance. Because when the world sees us, they don't see holiness. Mm. We look the same. In fact, sometimes we are even worse or we look worse or terrible mm -hmm. than them. No, it's true. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they know the person knows he's in a, he's, he knows he's not holy, he's, he's, he's defiled, he's filthy, he's impure. But you as a Christian, he knows, you see, everybody knows by, by, by nature. You see, like the body doesn't learn how to eat. Mm -hmm. it, does it? No. Or do you have to remind yourself to eat? No, the body tells you God has designed. So by nature, they know that people of God mm -hmm. must be pure, must be holy. Mm. By nature, mm. by nature. Mm. All the worldly people know, all the satanists know. Mm. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. So holiness, this two scripture, the only reason we read it, to let us understand that the subject of holiness is key and important. So as I'm speaking about it, please receive it with your heart. If you want to see God in your marriage, in your finances, in your ministry, if you want to see God in your business, that life will be, if you want God to be with you as he wants to be with you, it will take holiness. Because without holiness, you won't see him, meaning he can't be with you. Amen. And holiness, holiness is not, that's not holiness. Holiness is not, please, how are you? Please, I'm fine. That is not holiness. And holiness is not wearing long trousers, a uh, long skirt. And holiness is not wearing suit and tie. That is not holiness. Holiness simply means you, you must understand. Holiness means to be separated mm. unto God. You've been separated, what? To God. Yeah. You be to, you, holiness means to be separated, what? To God. Meaning you must understand that you've been separated to God and remain separated. Mm. Holy Spirit means, uh, holiness means purity. Mm. Amen. Consecrated mm. to God. That's what holiness what means. It means you must understand that you are different. You are distinct yes. from everything that is common. Yes. So I was in the world. I was a common person when it came to the spiritual world. When it came to God. Because I was just like everybody. Mm. Lying. Mm. Misbehaving. Mm. Living in darkness. Mm. And I saw the light and accepted Christ Jesus. And the moment I became born again, accepted Christ, Christ made me holy. We look at the scripture. He set me apart from them. He consecrated what? Me. Unto God. That is holiness. And I must remain the same. As long as I remain the same, I am holy. But if I still go into the world, if I still act as I act in the world, if I still do as I did in the world, or I still follow the world as they do, I am no more holy. 
I'm no more set apart. I'm no more consecrated. I'm no more pure to God. I've become unholy. Maybe the definition will, will not be that clear to you for now. But as we go into the scripture, you will understand. Amen. Amen. You, you will understand. And note, this distinction or this set apart or separation is not to yourself. It's not to your girls' girls' company. It's not to your boys' boys' company. But it's to God. Yeah. You see, that is why to be holy and remain holy there's a lot of things you cannot do mm -hmm. anymore. Because mm -hmm. when you do it, it will defile you. Mm -hmm. Meaning it will make you unholy. Mm -hmm. It will make you impure. It will make you the same as them. It will not make distinct you. And that's why there's a lot of things you must do. Because when you don't do it, you also become impure. Mm -hmm. You'll be like them because they don't do those things anyway. You see, so our parties are not different from their parties. There's no holiness. Our dressing, if it's not the same, different from them, there's no holiness. Our priorities, our behavior, the things that move us, if it's not different from them, there's no holiness. If our service is not different from their worldly gathering, there's no holiness. We will look at all this in the scripture. So that's why they don't respect us. That's why we talk all the talk, but still they don't follow us. Because they see us the same. And as I said, sometimes they even see us worse off. They see us dishonoring others. They see us gossiping, envy. They see us. Jealousy. They see us. Drinking with them in the bar. Hearing all those corrupt conversations. So what are you inviting him for? <laughs> what life do you want him to be part of? Mm. He doesn't see. Mm. Because you've not been consecrated. You've not been set apart. You are not holy. Mm. Not because God did not make you holy as when you became born again. But because you've defiled yourself. Mm. You've become impure. Holiness. We are commanded to be holy. Let's hit the scriptures now. Mm -hmm. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44 to 45. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44 to 45. Hallelujah. Amen. Leviticus 11, 44 to 45. Mm -hmm. I am the Lord your God. Consecrate yourselves and and be holy because I am holy. Do not make yourselves unclean by any creature that moves. By any creature that moves along the ground. I am the Lord who brought you up out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore be holy because I am holy. Amen. Clearly in Leviticus 11 verse 44. Chapter 11 verse 44 to 45. God said, listen, say, consecrate yourself and be what? Holy. Meaning to be holy is dependent on you. And he said, because, because I am holy. In other words, you consecrate yourself and be set apart. Be pure. Because I am what? Pure. I have been set apart from what? The world. Amen. And he went on to say that I am the one who brought you 
out of what? Egypt. Therefore be holy because I'm holy. Egypt is the world. So he is the Lord who brought us from the world, who gave us salvation. But yes, they say we are to be holy. So when you come into the Lord and you are not holy, he's not happy. You will not see him. He did not bring us out of Egypt into the kingdom of God, into Israel to be unholy. He brought us out of Egypt into Israel to be holy because he is what? Holy. And Hebrews put it like this. Look at it. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 9 to 11. He put the same thing in Leviticus 14, 44 to 45 in a different way. Let's read it. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10, 9 to 11. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews chapter 10, 9 to 11. Then he said, Here I am. I have come to do your I have come to do your will. He set aside the first to establish the second. And by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties again and again. Amen. 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 So he said, we have been made holy through what? The sacrifice of Christ Jesus once and for all. So when I was in the world, when I was in Egypt, I was not holy. When I became saved, Christ Jesus, through his sacrifice, made me holy. Set me, mean, set me apart, consecrate me for him what? Self. Amen. amen the same hebrews amen. amen chapter 10 verse 14 amen, amen. and you realize i said that thing was made for me to become what holy meaning holiness is what ongoing Ten fourteen, please hallelujah mm -hmm. hebrews ten fourteen. Mm -hmm. for by one sacrifice he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy so note the nine say he has made me holy and the 14 says those who are being made what holy meaning ongoing he made me holy i must remain holy those who are being made holy so it's not once holy forever holy so it does why because say now now that you come out of egypt you are to be what holy you are to consecrate yourself and what remain what holy why because god is what holy Amen. So look at Leviticus again. Leviticus 20 verse 26. Amen. It said, you are to be holy to me. Amen. And he gave the reason. Again. But this one, he showed us how to remain holy. Leviticus 20 verse 26. Hallelujah. Amen. Leviticus 20 verse 26. Mm -hmm. You are to be holy to me because I, the Lord, am holy and have set you apart from the nations to be my own. Amen. Amen. So he said, we are to be holy. He gave the reason why. Because he's holy. And what? He, declared, he has set us apart from the nation to remain what? Holy. To remain holy. Not to be like them. Not to be like how we were when we were part of them. And when we go back to Hebrews again, let's go back to Hebrews because this is what confused people. So you see that in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 12, it is clearly they say we are 
to we are being made holy through through his own own what blood amen. amen so the blood through jesus we become what holy but then we are to remain holy without the blood we wouldn't be holy without him setting us apart we wouldn't be holy but the moment he set us apart he consecrate us and make us holy we are now to remain holy we are to be what holy please read it for me Hallelujah. i think when we close the door here will be cooler hmm? no, hebrews it's okay. <laughs> please read it for me hebrews 13 verse 12 hmm. and so jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Amen. Amen. So Jesus made the people holy. That's why I said, as I was a sinner, he made me holy throughout his blood. But now that I'm holy, I'm to remain holy. I must continue to remain to be what? Holy. Because holiness means I have been set apart. I have been consecrated. The Hebrew word is kodash. Kodash, holy. Holy. Amen. Amen. Set apart. Bishop Dag has a, a, a one of his cathedrals called the Kodash. Mm. I pray we have a temple which we will in Jesus' name, and we call it the Kodash. The Kodash means holy, holy. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, church is clearly saying we are to be holy. Why? Because God is holy. So Christ, God, that's a false doctrine. Is ongoing. Through the blood of Jesus, you are made what? Holy. But then, once you are made holy, you must remain holy. Other than that, you become unholy. And that one depends on you. That is why Leviticus, the one we read, we won't read it again, says, consecrate yourself and be holy. Meaning, you can become unholy. You see, let, let's read more scriptures. I want it to echo in our spirit. Because now, it's like sometimes when you look at us, it's like, it's like we become like dogs. When I say dogs, in the spirit, dogs are common thing. Jesus said you cannot give the bread of the children to what? The dogs. The Bible says all the dogs will be outside. No dog will enter into heaven. It's like we don't even realize that the pastor is must, who if not, must even remain holy. Not to try to get him involved in some unholy ungodly activities it's like it's like listen without holiness you will not see god we will not see god we can pray all the prayer fast all the fasting do all the office and time without holiness we will not see him and we will struggle amen let's read some scriptures first corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 first corinthians chapter 1 verse 2 please a Christian must be holy. With rest scripture say, you are to be holy because I am the Lord your God. Mm -hmm. I am holy, so you are to be holy. So it's a command. It's not a choice. Mm -hmm. Please read it for me. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians 1 mm -hmm. verse 2. To the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. Amen. So this is reverse mark. So note, he has called us to be what? Holy, his what? Holy people. He hasn't called us. We, do not, we don't become Christian to be rich. 
You don't even need God to be rich. Many of the rich people are unbelievers because the system of the world is said that there are a lot of dubious way you can want. In fact, many rich people are even corrupt. Amen. So we haven't been called to be rich. God is not against rich. Abraham was very rich. So God is not against riches. But we haven't been called to be made rich. We haven't been called to talk the talk. But we've been called, we became Christian to be what? God's holy people. God's pure people. That's the word the word holy means. Purity. God set apart people for him. God consecrated what? People. And it's so important. That's why in the Old Testament, you see, all in the Old Testament, you realize if you eat pork, you'll be, un you be unholy. Not many people always talk about pork, but if you eat crab, if you eat shrimps, all those two make you unholy. I mean, not now. You see, and even your haircut for the man, how I've cut my hair will make me unholy because I'm supposed to leave my hair here to grow. You see, and my, you see what I'm wearing will make me unholy because I'm supposed to have the talent and wear the priestly garment. You, you, you understand? And, uh, and uh, a lot of things will make you unholy. Dress, it is God's way. God's way of painting the picture, give us, giving us the spiritual dimension that in the spirit, clearly, it is seen. It is seen whether you are holy or not holy. All those things were painting to us. To show that when you are holy, when you are set apart. So when you see the Jews, you know this is a Jew. When you visit a Jew, you know this is a Jew. Because when you visit a Jew, a lot of things they don't eat. The way they dress. It is God trying to give us the painting. That the moment you see holy people, you see them. The moment you interact with holy people, you see them. But now we interact with Christians. And sometimes we, we are, it's like, now we see Christians and we are not even able to differentiate. Amen. It's because many of us are not holy. It's because many of us look down or think it's a joke. Holiness is something. So the scripture read in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 2, it says, he has called us to be his what? Holy people. His pure people. His set apart people. His consecrated people out of the world. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. Mm -hmm. He was saved, he, sorry, he has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. Amen. Amen. So it says he has saved us and called us to what? A holy life. So the Christian life is a holy life. Mm -hmm. That's why we Christians, mm -hmm. the followers of Christ, we have a lot of you cannot do mm -hmm. that shall not do mm -hmm. and we have a lot of you must do that should do because we've been called into a holy life when you become a christian or if you're a christian and you want to live just as we're living in the world you will not be able mm -hmm. you haven't been called to come and live just as you were living in the world mm -hmm. 
we've been called to a holy life, a set-apart life, a sacred life, a pure life, a distinguished, distinguished way of what? Living Kodash life. And this holiness has been all aspect of our life. All aspect of our life. Even the way we should dress. It's in the Bible. The way we should talk. It's in the Bible. What we must do with our finances. It's in the Bible. We Christian, we Christian, we honor parent. We go away in dishonor parent, make you unholy. In this kingdom, pride is the lowest thing. It's humility which is the highest. In this, you see, in this life, the holy life, curse is the one who call wrong right and right wrong. So we don't flatter, we speak as it is. I'm not talking about accusation or going out of your place. So we've been called to what? A holy what? Life. And first, the sinner said the same thing but in, in a different way. I like how he said, so let's read it. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7. Amen. 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 Are you with me? Please, yeah, this yeah. sermon is important because if you are holy, you will see God. Amen. You will see God. But without it, you won't see God. Amen. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7. For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Amen. So God has called us Christian to be what? To live a holy life, not to be impure. For a Christian, each time in your life, as far as God is concerned, as far as the spiritual world is concerned, you are either holy or impure. Because if you are not holy, you are impure. And say, God has not called us. To repent of our sins and become Christian, to live that impure life, mm. but to live a holy life. There are things we even sex we are not allowed to do mm. because it is impure. There's a relationship, there are things. It's whenever you see the, in the Bible the word impure defile, it means opposite of holy. That thing will make you unholy. So the reason why we've read this scripture is that the, the life or the Christian walk is a walk or a life of holiness. I'm not talking about a life of self-respectability. No, that's even God hate that. I'm talking about holiness, meaning set apart. I used to do this. Now I've been set apart, so I can't do it anymore. I'm not allowed to do it anymore. I used to talk like that. I used to go with them. But now I've been set apart from them. Made holy. I'm not allowed again. Now I've been made, I'm no more common. So I cannot do that again. So I have to do that. Confess I didn't do it. And it defiled me. But now I have to do that is holiness. Mm-hmm. We'll look at how to be holy. 
Amen. Amen. We look at how to be holy because it's the key, the most important thing. But now I want you to understand that in order to remain holy and to be holy, there's a lot of things you can do. <coughs> yes, there's a lot of things you can do. And there are things you must do. And it's up to you. Your refusal not to do those things you are not meant to do, you will not be holy. And then you will not see God. Why? Because God is what? Holy. So to be holy means you can't do things. You can't do a lot of things. You, you can't. Things, even things that you used to do that really worked for you, that you profited from. To be holy, you might need to stop it. If you want to be holy, if you want to remain holy, the glory, the presence stick with holiness. The angels, they all are with holiness. Bible says the angels are in heaven and all they say is holy, 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 holy is the Lord God Almighty. Bible says that's all they say. That means without holiness, you will not see what? God. And it's clear, say, God is holy. So to be holy, you cannot do as you used to do when you were in Egypt, when you were in the world. Don't bring the world into the church. Let's not allow the world to come into the church. Are we not running from the world? Are we not running from it? So to be holy, we can't do as the world do. Our own is not meant to be entertaining. It's meant to be godly. It's meant to be anointing. Which when it is godly and it's anointing, it is entertaining. It will entertain you. But entertainment will not bring the anointing. You see, when the power of God comes and is awake, no one is down. Everyone is awake. Everyone is blown away. Isn't it doesn't it surpasses the entertainment we have? Uh-huh. You see, so we must understand this. So as I'm saying, to be holy, you can't do a lot of this. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4, please. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. Mm -hmm. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in love. Amen. Amen. So he said he chose us from the creation of the world, note, to be what? Holy and blameless in what? In his sight. Now Deuteronomy chapter 14 verse 1 to 2. Deuteronomy chapter 14 verse 1 to 2. When you think of God, think of holiness. When you think of Christianity, think of holiness. Don't think of blessing. He didn't choose us to be blessed. But God does bless. But because many of the things we call blessing, there are other dubious ways, of course, at the expense of others and things that people get it, isn't it? But with holiness, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Please read it for me. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy 14, 1 to 2. Mm-hmm. You are the children of the Lord your God. Do not cut yourselves or shave the front of your heads for the dead. 
you for you are a people holy to the Lord your God. Amen. Amen. So note, note. He says, he said, they are not to do those things. Why? Why are they not allowed to do those things? Because they are what holy. So when you are holy and you want to remain holy, there are things you cannot what do. And he explains it because out of all the people of the earth, God has chosen you as what? His treasured what? Possession. So in this case, he said, do not cut what? The face of your hair or shave your hair because you are holy. Why? Because when you do that, it will make you unholy. Because then the world, that's how they do. And he said, his holy people. So when you read the Bible, it tells us things like tattoo, things like cutting ourselves. We are not allowed to do it. It would defile you. But the point I want you to know is to remain only. There are things you are not allowed to do. So this one, he said the reason why they shouldn't do it. Because they are what? Holy. So holy people are not allowed to do that. Look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. I just want to share that holiness, to remain holy, there's a lot you are not allowed to. And you will not be allowed to. And if you do it, you remain unholy. Amen. Amen. Romans 12, verse 1 to 2. Praise the Lord. Romans 12, 1 to 2. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, review of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but, to, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. Amen. So note, this one, he says, we are to keep our word, body as a living word, sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. So this scripture, he said, we are to keep our body pleasing to God. So there are things that when you do with this body, when you allow this body to taste, to see, to hear, mm. and to wear, will make this body mm. unholy. Yeah. Do, do you get it? Mm. Because note, it said we are to what? Keep our body as a living sacrifice, holy. Mm. Okay, maybe you don't understand. Mm. Look at First Corinthians for me. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 6, 18 to 19. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians 6, 18 mm -hmm. to 19. Mm -hmm. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you, whom you have received from God, you are not your own. Amen. Amen. So he said, don't you know that this, your body, is the temple of what? God. Amen. And whatever you do to this body, you sin against the body. Yes. Mm -hmm. He was specific with what? Mm -hmm. Sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. He didn't say fornication. Mm -hmm. Sexual immorality. Adultery is part of it. Mm -hmm. All the things Bible forbid us not to do in sex, with sex, is part of it. All those things under sexual what? immorality. Mm -hmm. But the reason why we read this to show that that body, that say he said keep it holy. Mm -hmm. God says that body is his, is his temple. Mm -hmm. So what you do with this body as a Christian, what you wear this body, 
where this body go, you are presenting the temple of God to those places. You are doing it to the temple of God. The temple of God is a holy place. So now look at the same uh, Ephesians or First Corinthians, the same First Corinthians, mm-hmm. chapter three, verse seventeen. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. So I want. Okay, First Corinthians chapter three, verse seventeen. First Corinthians chapter three, verse seventeen. Mm-hmm. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person, for God's temple is sacred. And you together so are note, the temple. So note, the reason why we read this, is said, I like the version that used the word holy. Mm-hmm. It said, if anyone defy God's temple, God will destroy what? God, God's temple is, the word sacred means holy. Read that version for me. It's holy. So when he said we are to keep our bodies holy, your body is a temple which is holy, which you can defy, you can make it what? Unholy by what you do with the body. By where you take this body to. So anything you do with your body that is against the word of God will make you unholy. Wherever you present this body will make you unholy. The reason why we are reading these two scriptures is for you to understand that the body can be defiled. That's why I say keep it holy. Please read the that version. The King James version. Mm-hmm. Second, First Corinthians three seventeen. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy. Amen. Amen. It's holy. So this, the reason why I read this is to show you that you can defile the holy temple of God. Your body is holy. You can defile it by the things you do with your body. By the things you wear on your body. By where you take this body to. By what you expose this body to. That's why I say keep your body holy. Many Christians, their bodies are the reason why they are not holy. Many Christians. But without holiness, you will not see God. You can make all the excuses. You have all the reasons, mm. but you won't see God mm. without holiness. He said, no one. Mm. And no one means no one. Look, look, look at Ephesians for me again, please. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3 to 4. So we read Romans that says, keep your body as a what? Living sacrifice, holy to God. And we have seen that this, your body, is holy and you can what? Defy it. Mm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 5, 3 to 4. Mm-hmm. But among you, there must be, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality for all of any kind of impurity or of greed because they are improper, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. Amen. So he was talking about we remaining holy holy but he read like he from the scripture read he said there are things that we cannot do he said any kind of sexual immorality impurity or greed why because these are improper for god holy people mean a holy person cannot do this thing he gave this is just a few what example a holy person cannot talk foolishly foolishly means you know filthy talk cause joking is there obscenity So a holy person, there's it's not religiosity. There are things that you cannot. 
there are things that you are not allowed. There, it is improper. And to we understand this thing and give up all those things, our light will be dim. Because Jesus said, let your light shine. So if you are the light, your light can shine or not shine. Without this, the world will see us just like one of them. I mean, there's nothing attractive for them to come to. And let's not forget, in the world, the people are not spiritual. So whatever you discern spiritually, that will make you go to a place. They don't discern it. They judge by what they see. The Bible says, as for man, he judges by what he sees. So the reason why we've read this scripture is to let us know that in order or for God's people, there's a lot of things that are improper for God's holy people. And those things, you cannot have them be involved in it, do it, and remain holy. Yeah. You cannot just feed the body anything and remain holy. And remain holy. God showed us in Leviticus. We don't need to fool, but He showed us that all those things matters. You can anything that damages the body, you can't do it. You can't because it's God's temple. It's God's temple. If you say you're a temple of God, you do not have the right to do your, with your own body as you used to do. If you say it's your body, the Holy Spirit will say, thank you, it's your body, it's not my temple. Mm. And you will leave, if that's what you want. Because that's actually what it means. Yeah. But it's your body, so it's not his temple. Mm -hmm. But you want it to be his temple, yeah. it's up to you. Mm -hmm. But if you want it to be his temple, the Bible says it must remain holy. Because say God's temple is holy. And say, so don't you know that the holy, holy spirit it's not a defiled spirit mm -hmm. lives in it. So the subject of holiness, we cannot undermine it. We cannot underplay it. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. How to be holy? How do you become holy? How do you make sure you remain holy? How do you make sure your body, you present your body as a living sacrifice? Because when it comes to holiness, that's got to do with your body. Whatever I do, I do not do. God will have to do with my body. Mm -hmm. If I still, the body is involved, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Yes, yeah. If I become to be envious, the body is involved, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a dress code in the Bible. For, for The Bible put the godly women. This is how they dress. There is a good dress code. Because God wants us to be holy. Amen. The holiness go further than sin or right or wrong mm -hmm. yeah it is those who have been set apart those those who have been set apart when i became a pastor when i started jesus dancer campaign i wanted people to really take me serious amen so i used to wear color yeah. color mm -hmm. you know the color yeah. i used to wear it because i noticed that when i wear the color they take me serious because mm -hmm. one time i was going to evangelize i was wearing khaki and boots this is maybe Eight years ago, and I was giving leaflets. I wasn't even a pastor then. I was giving leaflets. And a lady, nice lady, stopped. And she, she took the leaflet. She looked and said, ah, Are you a Christian? I said, Yeah. Say, Yeah, you are dressed like this. <laughs> I don't know what she means by that. I was wearing khaki, uh, Timberland boot, and shirt, and sunglasses. It was summer. <laughs> but one thing for sure I gather is when she looked at me, it doesn't mean she's right, but in her mind, that is not a Christian, that is a, a nigger. 
You know, she stood when, but when she collected and she says about God, it's like she asked me. So, so in her mind, yeah, that's what. Because she herself, she looked like, you know, rough. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I'm, no, please listen. So I'm sure she saw me like that. You see? But there's nothing wrong wearing khaki uh, and shirt and boot and sunglasses. Uh, one time when I started Jesus Dancer campaign, I was starting there. A man came, he spoke to me after speaking to me. So, your pastor said, Yes, and you are wearing Ray Ban. That's what he said to me. He said, You are wearing Ray Ban. I said, Is it a sin for pastors to wear Ray Ban? I said, but Original Ray Ban. You mean, pastor, they were inferior. We, we shouldn't wear original Ray Ban. That's what he told me. You see, but I'm not surprised because the Bible has already spoken that men judge by what they see. So, because of these experiences, I used to wear the color so that you take me serious. And it did work. The, now people even started calling me father. The Catholics, they called me father. People called me priest. Some came say, Father, I have a confession to make. I said to myself, the color is working. <laughs> you see, no, because a man judge by what they see. But I'm just saying this to say, what you wear speaks volume. Right or wrong, yes. so holiness has even got to do with what we wear. There is a dress code, it's not about the chains, the earrings. We are allowed to wear earrings, we are allowed to wear chains, we are allowed to do our hair, we are allowed to wear makeup and everything. Yes. But it is the manner, the way. Yes. Bible is not against those things. In fact, anything God gives to you, God expects you to take good care of it. Yes. Then cutting your nails and trimming it is a sin as well. Yeah, if you say doing your hair, styling your hair is a sin. Then fat bathing and using cream is also a sin. Yeah, I mean she says it's a sin. Because what's the difference between me and you? I use cream. She used powder. It's powder, it's white powder. She didn't use white powder, she used brown powder. Brown powder. <laughs> and someone did not just use brown powder. Before the brown powder, he used brown cream, what they call foundation. <laughs> So it's not all to make the person look better. So it's not like it's sin. It's the manner. Yes. It's not like the dresses. It's the kind, the type, and how it is worn. Mm -hmm. The combination. Please, you, do we understand? Yes. Amen. So to be holy, how do you become what? Holy. Yes. One time, a woman called. Uh, I, I like that woman. She's part. She's in the history book of devotional life. But she called, and she she called. Her, she met me in town, credit, and we spoke. Hey, and when she bypassed me, she called the the uh, the daughter because it's the daughter who is our friend. And the moment she called the daughter, the daughter called my wife. How did I know? Because then. After my wife also spoke to the daughter, she called me and I was incredible. And I was within 10, 15 minutes. Oh, wow. So I knew the woman. So when she called the daughter, she said, daughter, I just saw your past, uh, your friend's husband, who is a pastor. But a pastor wearing track suit in town. <laughs> <laughs> so the friend called to tell my wife. And my wife told me. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It doesn't bother me. But I'm just saying, how yeah. people see things. Yeah. So... When I show you five people right now, you you don't know them, you've never seen them, but you say, this is a police, this is a prostitute, mm. this is a pastor, this is a businessman. Mm. You don't know them. Why? By the way 
they have dressed. By how they have presented the temple of God. You don't know them. By, by what is covering their body. You are able, you judge right or wrong. That's why I say keep your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy, holy to God. Holy to God. Holy to God. We cannot wear dresses that show our panties. We can't. We are not allowed. Because in the Bible says, God does not want to see your underwear. We can't, we can't wear dresses that we see your nipples. You can't. We can't. It will make, not only women, men too. Some men, whatever they wear, they don't wear singlet. You can't. That your dress must cover you. You can't wear a dress that as you are praising God, we can see part of your skin. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. So it's not a matter of trouser or shirt or skirt. or It's a matter of how you wear it. Because our own decency is the key. Godliness is the key. We don't dress to be sexy. We dress to be godly. There's a difference. I'm bringing the dress, so I don't know why I didn't intend to, but because that is the main representation of your body. Sometimes your makeup is like Jacebel. Oh, yes. It's no more makeup, it's face painting in now. Meanwhile, it's in the Bible, we should not draw with pen and things on our faces. And now, now you remove the original hair, and now you use pencil to draw the line that God said we shouldn't draw. It's different in trimming this and highlighting it to show forth. And it's a different thing removing it and drawing on your face. It's two different things. 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 You must dress. You must look good. It gives God glory. God designed it. Do you know God designed the first attire? He made the dress for Adam and Eve. In the, uh, his priests, his pastors, God himself designed the attire they must wear. He designed the high priest dress and he designed the priest dress and said, this is for glory. Say, your garment is for glory. Amen. So God wants us to dress, but it's not for sexy. It's for glory. It's not to expose our shape. In fact, that's the lowest mindset. It's to glorify our body. Glorify the body, the temple itself. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. How to be holy. How to be holy. So when you are drinking, when you are smoking, when you are starving your body, you are killing your body. Taking drugs or because you want to be lean. It's wrong. It's wrong. You, your body needs to be healthy. Not lean. For God. What is your motivation? Think of it. It has to be healthy, godly. So you cannot even pray. You struggle to pray because you're always starving. You don't have energy. Meanwhile, my house, the temple must be called a house of what? Prayer. I said, let no fire die on the what? altar. Exodus chapter 19, verse 5 to 6. How to be holy is very simple. How to be holy. How to be holy. You see, if you think of this body as a temple of God, you will shape the body up. Yes. 
you'll be involved in exercises to keep the body what healthy and in shape mm -hmm. you see uh-huh but that is different from starving the body weakening the body yeah. exodus chapter 19 verse 5 to 6 how to be holy how to make sure you remain holy so this is from the background that now christ through the the blood of jesus you are now what holy but to remain what holy amen amen, mm -hmm. amen. exodus 19 5 to 6 mm -hmm. now if you obey my if you obey me fully and keep my covenant then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession although the whole world is mine for you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation these are the words you are to speak to the israelites Amen. so god said listen the whole world is mine all the people are in are mine i created them but if you want to be my holy nation then you are to obey the word of god fully is there say if you obey me not the word fully and keep my commandment for me then when you jump say and you become a holy nation so to be holy to remain holy is simple you are to fully obey this word it's that simple when the word say that shall not you stop it when the word say that should you start it if you hand choose and pick you will not remain holy because the one you are not doing would defile you. Do you understand? The word defilement means, let me explain the word defilement. I wish we were in church. So, Auntie Denise, I take your drink. Mm -hmm. It's pure, isn't it? Yeah. So, I open, look at all the quantity of the drink. Mm -hmm. So, I open this your drink and I just give it a drop of saliva. Uh. Will you be able to drink no. it? But it's just mm -hmm. a drop. This is a, just, you see, drop. just that drop Not has drop. defiled mm -hmm. the entire drink yeah. that's how defilement is mm. it's not the things you don't do yeah. that thing will defile you it doesn't matter even though you are doing nine things that one thing will defile you yeah. read it again so he said if you obey me fully fully Read that part Hallelujah. fully. Uh -huh. Exodus 19:5. Now, if you obey me fully and keep it's okay, fully. Jump to the sister. Say, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. So it is fully obedience that will make you holy. Or you still don't understand it. Okay. Starting this again. <laughs> Let me take your shirt. It's a nice shirt, isn't it? Now, if I give it to you, wear it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So let me just dip here into my wig, just here, <laughs> into my wig. Will you wear it? No. Now, just here. All no. this part is there. No, no. If you here, will not touch you. No. Just dip here. No. Why? It has defiled the garment. Yeah. It has made it unholy. Mm. That's how it is. That's why the Bible says fully. <laughs> and this is the problem. We've been defiled. Yeah. We are impure. You see, impure is no more pure yeah. because there's a drop of saliva in it. So to be holy is to obey fully the word of God. Mm -hmm. 
You are not doing God a favor. You are doing yourself a favor so that you will see God, so that you remain holy. Now, not now, but like one thing with my friends, I don't struggle. Mm -hmm. Because the moment I became a pastor, I accepted it. Mm -hmm. When I present myself to them, when I'm there with them, I don't try to do with them that, oh, I also want to show that I have money or still, even still I still have my mm -hmm. business. Or, no, no. Yeah. I'm a priest. That's all. Mm -hmm. And priests are known for having nothing. Mm -hmm. And I've accepted the holy. I've set my path up. I'm no more a business person. No. Holy. Yeah. I remain holy. Holy. Simple. It has saved me. And it has even made them accept me more. Yeah. No competition. Mm -hmm. I've accepted it. I've been set apart. Uh, would you buy this? You know, you know, you now you know I'm a pastor. I go for now, nothing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't try to beat around the bush. You hear them rather making offers to me. Oh, because I've remained holy, <clears throat> set apart. So they see me as a pastor. So they receive me as a pastor. They don't see me as a competitor or a business colleague. Amen. So he said, if, not the word, if you obey, mm -hmm. if means this is the key to what is after. So he said, if you obey me fully, you will be for me a holy nation. Mm -hmm. Note, he has called us to be holy, mm -hmm. but you will not become holy until you obey him fully. That's why he said, you will become. The provision is not the same. As the supply, uh, as you have it, so for you to remain that holy temple is to obey Him fully, and without holiness you won't see God. First Peter, how to be holy? I've said it's simple, is to obey this word. First Peter chapter five, chapter one, verse fifteen to sixteen. Amen. First Peter chapter one, verse fifteen to sixteen. Amen. Amen. It's that simple. Uh, Don't think of anything. It's that simple. Yeah. When you hear, when pastor say, that shall not, and make sure you read it from the Bible. Yeah. If the Bible truly say, that shall not, yeah. do not. Yeah. Even if a child say, that should, God say, that should, make sure you see it in the Bible. If the Bible say, that should, and it's even from a child, yeah. just do it. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. It cannot be simpler than that. So those who pick and choose. First Peter, please, chapter 1, verse 15 to 16. First Peter 1, 15 mm -hmm. to 16. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. So it said, though the one who called you is holy, so you be what? Holy in what? All, not the word, all, all you do. That's why I say holiness has got to do with a lot of don't and do. Because it is what you do or what you don't do that make you holy or unholy. The Christ's blood is the provision to be holy. But to remain depends on you what you do or what you do not do. So he said, make sure you are holy in all that you do. Your talking, your behavior, your dressing, mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Including your parties, your weddings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Sometimes, listen, you, you see Christians wear there, you wonder, are they Christians? Because, you see, even though they are wearing a, a, a straight dress, they are naked. Because you can see the breast up to here, the attire is part, and even the way they dance. You know, this is not godly dance. It's true. It's say in all you do, be holy. The sad thing, what hurts me, is whenever we have the opportunity to show this holiness, we rather become like them. Things like party funerals, example, is to showcase who we are. Because many people will never see you. These are things that unbelievers and everybody come to show their sympathy or honor and things. And then we, we see that we are planning everything to be like them. So they come and there's whole no holiness. So they don't see us. They don't see what we are inviting them for. They don't see what we are calling them for. Because what they saw, remember, they are without the spirit. They are flesh. What they saw is the same. Even worse. Because some worldly people have manners. They have line. They don't cross. They have etiquette. Yeah. So they even come and they are blown apart. There's nothing attractive. In fact, they charge you in their head, right or wrong. Yeah. No, this is our truth. Yeah. But if we remain God's holy people, in all we do, then our light will shine forth. Mm -hmm. And then they will come. So Romans chapter... Uh, so wait, First Peter mm -hmm. says, Be holy in all that what you do. Okay, Romans chapter 6, verse 18 to 19. We are looking at how to be holy, and I've said that by obeying all in the word. Yeah. And when you obey all in the word, it will affect all you do. Because yeah. you have to be holy in all you do. I don't, I'm yet to find out what the word does not talk about. Mm -hmm. The word speaks about everything. It speaks about everything. Amen. Amen. Please read it for me. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Romans 6, 18 to 19. Mm -hmm. I speak, sorry. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servant of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. Your, sorry, your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to in, and and to iniquity unto iniquity. Even so, now yield your members, servants to righteousness unto holiness. Amen. So, he said when we were in the world, or some of us, even now as we are in Christ, we yield our what? Bodies, ourselves, and we yield ourselves to impurity, things that are not holy, unclean things. So he said now, now you, 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 if you want to be holy, you yourself, yield yourself to what? Holiness. Yield yourself to righteousness leading to what? Holiness. So to be holy is up to you and it is what you do. Yielding yourself means you, you, you want to, you are willing to, you yield yourself, you give yourself to it. But, so, amen. But the key is how you know what to give yourself to. That's why I said righteousness. That leads to what? Holiness. But we know you do that by what? The word. Mm -hmm. By following the word. Because you cannot get righteousness outside the word. Because John 17 verse 17, let's read it. It says, sanctify them by the truth. And it says, thy word is the truth. 
Sanctification is the process that we become holy. So it means what the way to know what to yield yourself to, to righteousness in order to be holy is this, the truth. John 17, verse 17. Hallelujah. John 17, mm -hmm. 17. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Uh -huh. When you are sanctified, you will be found righteous. When you are righteous, you will be holy. It also shows us that, listen, it's your choice. It's your choice. What you yield yourself to. It is your choice. It is your choice. But without holiness, you will not see God. And everything you are doing is you yield yourself to it. Yeah. Everything. Why is that when you come to God, that one, you want God to come and yield yeah. you? No. Yeah. Holiness is key. Holiness is the greatest thing that will let. It's like without holiness, your light will not shine. Yeah. And without your light, you see, people. Even look down on you as a Christian. Mm -hmm. And the main thing is you will not see God. Mm -hmm. And you might not make it to heaven. Mm -hmm. But God is with you. God, God is the one who is requesting. God is the one who has commanded. God is the one who demands that you remain what? Holy. Mm -hmm. So the grace is already there. It's up to you. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21. So the Romans we read say, yield your what? Body. Mm -hmm. Yourselves. Sorry, not your body, yourselves. Mm -hmm. To righteousness, leading to what? Holiness. You must choose friends that will help you to remain and walk mm -hmm. in holiness. You must make sure your where you go with your body will not defile. What you do with your body will not defile. What you allow your body to be involved in by the words you speak, the, the places you visit, all those things. Yourself. The situation you put yourself, the circumstance you put yourself. Yeah. It's you. <clears throat> okay, maybe you don't know the standard, but he has, we've seen in Deuteronomy that it is here. It is here. Please read, that, read it for us. Second Timothy 2, verse 21. 21. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instrument for special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. So he said those who cleanse themselves will be instrument made for special purpose, useful, made what? Holy. So to be holy is not a gift that is bestowed. Once again, you see, you must cleanse yourself of things. To be holy there's more here but we are all interested in the holiness those who claim themselves clean yourself of anything they say you should not then you become holy you remain holy then you will see god then you will see god when they say do not be lazy don't be lazy laziness defiles the body it defiles the body Is God speaking to someone? Yes. Nobody responded. Thank God. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's a good thing. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he said, those who cleanse themselves of the latter, he did mention certain things, but of course we all know what it is. You can look at it. But the point is, when you cleanse yourself of anything the Bible says,
We believe you have been blessed by the teachers of God's Word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.